My brother-in-law disrespects my wife and my son and gets scared and cries to his parents when I correct him. So my brother-in-law to this day still lives with my in-laws and he's in his early 30s. From what my wife's told me, I've seen enough evidence to affirm her statements. They've spoiled him rotten his entire life. This guy could burn water. He's so inept. He eats nothing but garbage food and is horrendously overweight. He doesn't have a job and actively refuses to get one unless you're doing all the legwork for him. He gets to go out to the Disney and Universal Parks all day and throws a tantrum anytime he's asked to do any kind of chores. And these are just a few of the issues I have with him, just to name a couple. He's also super creepy towards kids. And given a history that's not really mine to explain, but you can guess, that's grounds enough for me to not want him to be within a mile of my family. He still demands their respect because apparently he's an adult and he's their uncle, so they have to respect him. But I have to put up with him because I try not to rock the boat as much as possible. My wife's relationship with her parents is rocky enough as it is. A real Cinderella story, if you know what I mean. We got married in mid-2015, and her parents invited themselves to our place to see our new house. Of course, this weird brother-in-law had to come with them. And when he came in, he was already stuffing his face with what little snack foods we had in the house. And he didn't ask to do so, to my recollection, because apparently, we're family and family share whatever they have when they come and visit, or some kind of tripe like that. And not long after that, he started starts berating and bullying my 10-year-old son, a grown man bullying a barely double-digit age kid by name-calling them. I'm still new to the step-parent slash new husband role, and I don't want to overstep, so I let my wife start to handle this. She asked him to stop as it's upsetting our son. He does for a little bit, but goes right back to it a few minutes later. Once again, my wife asks him to knock it off and that this behavior won't be tolerated in our home, and he starts having another of his ungodly tantrums. As soon as, well, mom says comes out of his mouth, I put my foot down both literally and figuratively. I do not tolerate any disrespect towards my wife. Strangers, kids, or family be damned. The new house is mostly wood flooring on the first floor, and my voice already carries pretty well, so the entire house goes silent when I spoke up and said, is this her house? Is this your house? No? Then shut up when the people whose house you're in tell you to knock something off. This terrible brother-in-law is just standing there looking like some flabby fish out of water with an open mouth and wide-eyed terror that someone had dared to correct him for probably the first time in his life. He then ran upstairs and cried to his mother about how I was so aggressive and scary towards him and how he didn't feel welcome in this home anymore. Gee, I wonder why. My father-in-law pulled my wife aside and demanded something be done about my behavior because apparently that's no way for family to behave towards one another. She told me all of this and to this day, I still don't apologize for anything they deem as rude or unseemly because that one instance of their six foot sack of garbage behavior tells me they have no room to criticize anyone on parenting or general behavior in any way, shape or form. Another reason he may not like me would probably be because I embarrassed him like crazy for acting like a nimrod while we were on vacation. For context, we were staying at a hotel her parents had booked with their points, and I was on crutches at the time for a broken foot. This man-child had my, at the time, I want to say around 8-year-old daughter, up in the air, spinning her around, standing immediately next to a pole. Obviously, I could not ambulate fast enough to intercede physically, so I had to call out across the courtyard saying, hey, put her down now, which drew everyone's attention 
to this idiot very quickly. I finally hobble over to him and he's looking all kinds of indignant. He asks how dare I interrupt his time with his niece and I tell him because you're putting her life in danger you colossal moron. You are not even a foot from the side of the pool. What on God's green earth made you think that this was an okay idea? He tried to say well I'm her uncle and I say well I'm her father and I say put her down now. Now he and I had to get into a hard staring match at this point and he thinks he's going to win because I'm on crutches and he's already naturally taller than me at around 6 foot. I however was a hard charging lance corporal at the time and did not fear man beast or god let alone this fat sack of excuse of humanity he broke first and stormed off to go tell his parents what happened. They tried to have a conversation with me trying to explain that what I did was apparently inappropriate and I just had to balk at them and ask them how they could condone the blatant endangerment of their granddaughter by this buffoon. They had nothing else to say and to this day I still don't and won't trust that weirdo. That is so unacceptable for this grown adult to act that way towards this guy's kids. I would not want my kids anywhere near him either. This man is 30 years old and he still lives with his parents. This isn't even some kind of like extenuating circumstance where they're in between jobs or they're in between living situations. This just sounds like a spoiled brat who never grew up and their parents did nothing to try and harbor any sense of independence. This is the kind of person who needs to have a reality check and a reality check fast. This guy would name call one of their kids and was putting their other kid in danger by spinning next to a pool. Like you don't do that. You do not mess with other people's kids. That is a hard line in my opinion. You want to hold someone else's kids? You go up to the parents and you ask, hey, can I pick your kid up? Someone else's kid is asking for candy or some kind of food from you. You have to ask the parents if they could even have that. You are their uncle. You are a relative at best. You do not run that kid's life. You are not in charge of them. Anything they can or would do goes through the parents first. In my opinion, it is a complete violation of trust to touch, grab, pick up, or do anything with someone else's kid without first asking the adult in charge, especially if they're children. I mean, how weird and creepy can you possibly get? You don't touch other people's kids without talking to the parents first. I don't blame this guy at all for the way he reacted, and personally, if I was in his shoes, I probably would have gone a lot further than just yell at him and get in his face. I personally don't have a lot of patience for people who act like this and put other kids in danger by doing things that are stupid or somehow making them uncomfortable. So good on this dad for stepping up and doing exactly what needs to be done because this behavior is completely unacceptable. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for putting my foot down and trying to get my ex-boyfriend to get all of his belongings out of my house. I was seeing a guy for approximately six months before his lease was up where he was living. I had recently moved into my own place and had three spare bedrooms. So he asked if he could store some of his stuff in these bedrooms for a few months. I said sure because I liked him and we had seen each other four or five times a week and we were staying at each other's place regularly so I felt totally comfortable with that. Once all of his stuff was in the house, he then asked if he could live there too. So I agreed. We liked each other and we trusted each other so I said why not over the course of three to four months we continue going out regularly and building a relationship together I even helped him with going through all the paperwork for building a house and he signed all the contracts as a result of him going through this process I was paying for any date nights etc because his finances were under a microscope during this process we were coming up to about 10 months together and he mentioned he was starting to talk to his ex-girlfriend I didn't think much of it nothing really changed between us and honestly I trusted him after about three weeks he then says his mom 
mom was wanting him to move back in with her because she misses him. So he moved into his mom's house and we continued to see each other and plan things including movie nights and all this other stuff involving his mom. Eventually things started to change drastically as he began to get distant and he just stopped talking to me daily. Even though we still tried to meet up regularly, I could still tell something's changed. I attempted to express my opinions with him just to put my mind at ease. But unfortunately, my concerns were absolutely validated as he tells me that he has been dating me and the ex for the past few months. He has now since broken things off with me and is seeing his ex exclusively. But here's the kicker. All of his belongings were still being stored at my place. I questioned when his belongings were going to be taken out of my place and all I got was, well, I'll go and get it soon. During this time, he's gotten things here and there, poked through a few boxes just to pick up a few things. But there are two bedrooms full of his stuff all the way up to the roof and half of the carport has his stuff as well. I ask questions continuously for approximately two months and keep getting the same response that he'll get it soon enough. I then decide to put my foot down and give him the deadline, stating that it needs to be out of here before Christmas as my family's going to be staying over and I need my bedrooms back. He tries to beg and plead for me to keep it there since his mom place can't store all of his belongings and he has nowhere to store it. I just respond by saying you need to get it out by Christmas or it's going to go in the trash. I feel I have been more than accommodating but at this point I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. So I'm officially putting my foot down. So am I the jerk for doing this or should I just let him keep his stuff at my house? You are not the jerk for deciding to put your foot down. This guy's stuff would have been out much sooner if it was up to me. He is absolutely using you. Him saying that there's no other place for him to store his stuff is absolute garbage. There are storage units that you can rent that yeah it's going to be expensive but at the end of the day that's not your problem. You are not running a storage unit. This is your home that he has invaded and put all of his stuff in. He needs to get it out. If anything if he wants to keep it there longer say okay you can keep it in my house but it's going to cost you some money. That way you can kind of make some kind of profit off of it. But if he's really going to be unreasonable and say no please wait I don't have anywhere to put it. I would take pictures of everything. I would then say that I'm having a garage sale and then suddenly your problems are going to be solved. That or you can put it on the side of the road slowly but surely and get rid of it through the trash. This guy dumped you to go back with his ex. There's a good chance he was playing you the entire time and now it seems like he thinks he has a free place to put his belongings and honestly they're not your belongings but soon enough if he doesn't get his act together and pick up his stuff those precious belongings will become the property of the landfill. I just found out my boyfriend cheated on me and I know he's going through a lot right now so I'm not sure if I should break up with him. What should I do? So first let me say that this is an absolute deal breaker for me. My boyfriend and I have talked about exclusivity several times and I've made it clear that I don't want us hooking up with other people. We have been together for almost three years now. He is my first real relationship to be honest. He has also claimed to be 100% honest with me no matter what and to always take my feelings into consideration. There was a month during the pandemic when I told him it was fine for him to hook up with some specific friends that I knew because we lived in different cities and I didn't mind back then. A month later a mutual friend of ours started flirting with me via chat. I told my boyfriend about it and he encouraged me to hook up with him. So I kept talking to the guy trying to set up a day for us to hook up. Meanwhile, I was always showing my boyfriend screenshots of our conversation as I wanted to keep everything 100% honest. Well, apparently I was too comfortable chatting with that guy and my boyfriend got super mad and jealous. So I called it off and asked him, my boyfriend, to be exclusive again. This was like in August of 2020 and ever since then we've been very open about our feelings. We've had our ups and downs 
downs, but we still tried to keep things together. So today I was using his laptop and I found a video of him with another girl, if you know what I mean. I checked the video properties and found it had happened in August 2021. I had to go on a field trip for work on August 2021 and it was a horrible experience and I'm really awkward and found it impossible to make a single friend during that trip. So I ate all my meals alone and was extremely depressed. I would cry to my boyfriend about this almost every night on the phone and he would comfort me. The day that I was flying back home is the day he cheated on me. I feel betrayed and completely disrespected and honestly I don't think that's the only time that this happened. To make matters worse my boyfriend struggles with general anxiety. It cripples him. Most of the time he can't even go outside. Even random events will trigger him. Some events being times we've had fights and been close to breaking up. In those moments he's gotten really upset. I love him and I know he loves me and I depend on him. So it's a hard decision for me but my mind is pretty much made up. I can't live a life with someone who's going to lie to me. I'm worried. However, breaking up right now could set him back on the progress he's made lately. He's had therapy and it really seems like he's figuring out his anxieties. I wonder if I should stay with him a little bit longer but I don't know if my motivation for staying is helping him or just giving myself time to deal with the sadness that I'm feeling. I also don't know how harmful it can be to keep going with this relationship. Knowing it's broken and I will definitely have to end it either now or in a month or two. What should I do? Well, I mean, the original poster said it best. This is clearly a deal breaker. You made it clear that if they cheat, then you're out. So honestly, I think you should be out. And I really would not worry about his mental health in this situation. What he is dealing with is not your responsibility. I know that sounds harsh, but this man has crossed the line that you told him very clearly in the beginning that if you cross it, we're done. And in my opinion, I think it's better to stick to your own values than to try to bend to someone who's just dealing with some anxiety. He can continue to work through all that stuff by himself because at the end of the day, he did this to you, not the other way around. He was not 100% honest with you like he said in the beginning of your relationship and he went behind your back with another woman. So it's pretty obvious, in my opinion at least, that you should kick him to the curb because you can find someone so much better than this. Today I messed up by leaving my garage door open after trying to clean it out and a local feral cat seized the opportunity and colonized my garage. My wife and I live in a rural town with a few stray cats that you'll see occasionally. We are personally cat people. We already had two strictly indoor cats, so when I saw them in the yard, I started feeding them. One of them, who we call Beauty, is an unfixed female who trusted us enough last year to have and raise a litter of kittens in my wife's potting shed. We had them vaccinated and fixed, and they keep the rabbits and squirrels out of the garden. The two indoor cats have access to our garage through a pet door. We keep the litter boxes out there to control the smell in the house. There's also a back door out of the garage to the backyard, which is normally closed and locked. This year, Beauty was pregnant again and had her litter sometime in mid-April. She showed up for food, but we saw no kittens anywhere. It has been a cold, wet spring, so we thought perhaps the litter had died wherever she may have had them. Two weekends ago, I was getting our recycling together. I locked the pet door and opened the garage door to load my SUV up with our recycling. Beauty and some of the other outdoor cats were hanging around like they always do, but otherwise, I didn't keep track of them. After about 10 minutes into my chore, I heard a high-pitched meowing from somewhere in the garage. I looked around and I saw Beauty licking a tiny kitten in the corner. Apparently, she had the litter and one survived. I went inside to tell my wife about it and then came back outside to continue working. A few 
minutes later, I heard another high-pitched mew. A second kitten had arrived. This time, I watched as Beauty went to an abandoned house about a block away, then went into a crawl space through a broken vent. A few minutes later, she emerged with another kitten and proceeded to drop it off in our garage. By the time I was ready to leave, she had retrieved four kittens, and my wife and I are trying to figure out what to do. We need to keep the back door of the garage open for Beauty and her kittens, but keep our indoor cats secure inside as well. We brought one of the litter boxes inside for the indoor cats, and I planned to stop at the hardware store so we could rig a way to keep the back door to the garage open. Just as I arrived at the store, I got a call. Beauty had dropped off a fifth kitten, just as my wife was leaving for the day. By the time we both returned, we had six new kittens living in a corner of our garage, and my wife and I had some work to do to make sure they were safe and secure. It's been a week and a half since then, and we have the situation under control, and we have plans in place to get those kittens cared for as they grow. This includes getting Beauty fixed as soon as possible. We've personally had enough of these kittens. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If it were me, I probably would not have fed the feral cats to begin with, because once you start feeding them, they really won't leave. And maybe I'm heartless, but I would not personally want to bring on more cats into my life. 
just to try and accommodate them not having a home. Like, it's already a tragic situation as it is, and those cats really do deserve to be taken care of. But when you start feeding them, you are now taking that responsibility on yourself. The prime example is this cat by the name of Beauty suddenly having a litter inside your garage. I think it's great that the cat felt comfortable to do that in your garage and to bring her cats over to your house. But congratulations, you just suddenly inherited seven new cats. Six of them just happen to be kittens, which, by the way, you need to take care of and look out for. I don't know. Personally, I just would not want that kind of responsibility on my back. Like you already have indoor cats that you can take care of and love and be around. But feeding every cat that comes by your house is going to spiral out of control really quickly. So you got to be careful. But that's just my opinion. What would you do in this situation? Would you feed these cats and allow them to come near your home? Leave a comment down below. Let us know. Today I messed up by running through a plexiglass wall by accident, completely shattering a hole into it and making it look like I was the Kool-Aid man who just busted through the wall. This happened about two months ago. My background is that I'm a fourth year dental student. During our schooling, we need to go on rotations where we either do work or assist to do something productive for our education. So here I am, all excited because it's the last rotation I need to do. I gotta go to a private office and see my patients and do some checkups and stuff. I arrive at 8 o'clock in the morning and start talking to the assistants and hygienists to build a relationship so my last day can go smoothly. I start noticing that every room is sealed off with glass doors and plexiglass walls. They did this because they installed COVID filters on the ceiling of every room and they needed to close off every room for ventilation to work properly. So everything is all nice and dandy as I get to know where I was working, the equipment they have for me, and my schedule for the day. Everything looks perfect as the first patient is at 9 o'clock in the morning so I'm hyping myself up to get ready. 9 o'clock rolls around and the patient no-shows. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool, I guess I'll just wait. The lead doctor says, don't worry, we've got one for you at 9.45 and 10.30 so you'll have work to do. 9.45 comes around and the second patient also no-shows. And guess what? The 10.30 patient also doesn't show up. So far, this is a very odd day for everyone because apparently this isn't supposed to happen. They start calling afternoon appointments to see if anyone can come in early to fill the spots so I can do some work. Finally, someone comes in at 11 o'clock and I get started. Finally, I take x-rays, do the checkup and cleaning, call the lead doctor to verify everything, and everything's going swift and smooth. By this time, I've already gotten to know some of the assistants and hygienists since we've been chatting for a little bit. They're all very nice and very sweet and telling me how it usually is at the office and giving me pointers. So when the patient comes, they are all happy to assist me and make my life easier. I finally get finished with this patient and the next one shows up early from an afternoon spot. I finish typing up my note and cleaning up the room. I ask the lead doctor to see if I can bring in the next patient and she responds yes. So I get up and instead of walking towards the door side of the room, I walk towards the plexiglass side. This was a big mistake. It was harder to see that there was plexiglass even there with all the personal protective equipment we had to wear, especially because of COVID. But regardless, it just completely slipped my mind that they even had it there. As one would expect, I just walked straight into the plexiglass. But instead of me just bonking my head, I straight up break a huge hole into the plexiglass wall. Kool-Aid man style. There was an assistant inside the room with me and two were literally walking by at the exact moment. Everyone just stopped and it was dead silent. Everyone was looking at me and I was just standing there like a complete idiot. Like, how did that even happen? After like five seconds of silence, reality hit and I started profusely apologizing. And all these assistants and hygienists just start busting out laughing. I'm like, please let me help repair this. I can try and pay for it. Please for 
forgive me, all this other stuff. And here they are having the time of their life, taking pictures and just laughing. All the while, this patient is still waiting in the lobby. So I asked the lead doctor again and she says, don't worry about it and to just bring in the next patient. They even told me to just work in the same room. So I was like, okay, I bring the patient in and I start working. Turns out while I'm working, they're still having a blast in the background and taking pictures. They even print out a picture of the Kool-Aid man and tape it on what's left of the plexiglass wall to pose to take a photo. Thankfully, that was also the last patient on my schedule and the doctor was super understanding. They didn't ask me to repair or pay for any damages and even asked if I would be back. I just straight up said, no, I'm not. I thanked them endlessly while apologizing and got out of there because I didn't want to risk breaking anything else. It sounds like the people he was doing rotations with have a great sense of humor. I mean, the fact that he didn't get in trouble for breaking a window, basically, and they had such a great sense of humor would be more than enough reason for me to personally go back to that place. I know it's embarrassing, and I know you definitely feel like an idiot for running into a glass wall, but like they clearly think you're cool and they like you and they want you to come back. That could be a guaranteed job once you graduate. Talk about skipping the line of people who are applying for jobs. In the interview process, you just have to say, hey, remember that guy that busted through the wall like the Kool-Aid man? That's me. Are you hiring? And I'm sure they would love to have you back. What a cool story to tell people. Overall, this is a really funny story, and it's making me second guess anytime I'm walking through a door. Is this actually the door, or am I about to make a big mess? Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.